You're listening to Tune FM here on 106.9. That was Leet It Flow by Love Drunk Hearts on the home of Student Powered Radio. Myself and Kim are joined in the studio once more with an amazing lecturer. And this time we have Anna Barwick, who is a lecturer in clinical placements in pharmacy. And is also working part-time as a clinical pharmacist in Armidale Rural's Referral Hospital and supports students in the clinical placement lecture position here at UNE. Quite a stacked... Uh, uh, load of work, yeah. which is quite uh, <laughs> impressive. So um, you also are a teacher of FAR 110, the Introduction to Pharmacy. Yes. So I guess the first question that we'll start with um, for students that may be starting pharmacy this year and who, you know, don't know too much about it, Chet, what exactly, um, what exactly do you teach in that unit? What is your area of teaching in that yeah. particular subject? Yeah, so FAR 110 is known as Introduction to Pharmacy, and that's really what it is. So it's a lot of the foundational um, knowledge and skills and attributes that people need to actually be uh, future pharmacists. Awesome. So I guess um, that it, it would be a fairly, I'm not going to say, you know, I'm not going to say too vague, but it would be a very sort of and uh, the first step to it would cover sort of a lot of the original basics that you would that's, need to before. That's right. So things like knowing how to do calculations because we have to do that as pharmacists to figure out if something's safe for someone. Um, knowing right. about the legislation. So that is ideal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's one sure. of the major roles. Um, uh, you know, being able to know the legislation and how to practice, how to communicate well with people, which, I mean, it seems like it's oh, quite... People skills. Yeah, yeah people sure. skills. That's right. It seems like it's quite you know should be straightforward but it's quite amazing you learn how to really get uh, health information out of people to make sure you can give them the best product or best advice of course yeah that's really quite fascinating it's um it would be a very quite an interesting unit to start off with for people that you know obviously you're studying a pharmacy degree that would be able to start their journey along the lot of the path of becoming a pharmacist it's yeah. a it's a nice little introductory step yeah, that's right a good overview yeah which is good yeah um, so what's one thing your students in this unit can do to get a better grade? Um, so I think with anything, it's it's being consistent. So working yeah. away consistently. The way I run my unit is not traditional. So I don't stand up and do lectures, right? I just don't feel that that's a good way. There's no point just listening to someone. I want my students to be doing what I'm telling them. So I want them to go, okay, this is how you actually produce a prescription and this is how you label a medication and this is how you talk to somebody um, about their medicine. So we, it's it's much more about that. So being consistent, doing the tasks week by week and turning up to class is actually That's really a good important. One. So I have workshops yeah. rather than lectures. So students come in okay. and they do what I want so them to So a very, a very practical approach to yeah. teaching. Very practical. That's awesome. Very practical. I think that, yeah. I think because that would be, I think, a very, uh, in the minority in terms of the way that units are taught nowadays, especially especially in pharmacy. Yeah. So I think that's a good way of, yeah. it would be a very refreshing break for students who are just expecting theory, theory and more theory. That's right. And and it's very much not about just rote learning, kind of remembering and regurgitating. I don't yes. want that. And yeah. we don't want that as pharmacists. My I don't want that as colleagues. I want pharmacists that are really um, able to adjust and adapt to, to every situation that they're put in. I have a large amount of hatred in my heart for rote learning. So <laughs> given, that, um, given that you have obviously workshops as you described yes. practical workshops do you still have uh, an exam do you have an examination yes. okay you yeah right. so there still is an exam at the end of the year but it's not it's all uh, short answer questions and it's all about the students actually having to demonstrate they actually understand you know awesome. a short amount of information or they have to interpret something or they have to look at the legislation and pull out what's actually necessary to answer the question that's okay. cool yeah and I guess there would also be an assessment I presume it wouldn't be like a practical assessment like here you must fill this prescription for me it would be a <laughs> 
saying it. <laughs> yeah. um, it would be, again, a, a theoretically... Like theory-based. Yeah, kind of that's right. So the other assessments in my unit are an oral assessment, so they actually have okay. to interview a patient. Wow. Um, so they have to demonstrate that they have the, the you know, the minimum standard of skills. Okay. Uh, they also have to write a reflection because as a health professional, you've got to reflect a lot on your interactions with people, so they have to write a reflection. And also a, a short report about the state of the industry. So if there's, so for example, pharmacists are now moving towards actually being prescribers. So that's where they'll actually write prescriptions for people, almost like what a doctor does. Yes. Um, And so, you know, we want students to think about that and think about both the positives and negatives of that and how, you know, that may come into our practice as pharmacists. I was going to say, it would certainly make things a lot easier to get a prescription if you didn't have to go to a doctor every time and you know, yeah, be lumped with the fees in, involved. Yeah. Well, that's right. But as long as we're working together, that's the most no, important yeah, absolutely. thing. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very much so. And, and I think that's a bit of a misconception is, pe- you know, um, perhaps people think that we're trying to take doctors out of the equation, but that's not it at all. It's yeah. it's trying to work together to get the best and most timely treatment and then being yeah. able to refer to each other if if either of us can actually deal with the situation. And it would be, it would yeah. certainly make things a lot easier for the patient, which is always yeah. ideal. Oh, yeah. exactly. I must admit, that's, it, all sound, it sounds quite amazing and quite yeah. wonderful, a very unorthodox, and unique approach to teaching a unit it would be something that I think a lot of people would be not entirely expecting, especially yeah, perhaps, going into yeah, a pharmacy degree. Sure. Yeah, perhaps. And we want to make it as interesting as possible because it is. It's a fascinating um, career. And mm. so yeah. being able to, for me to be able to pass that passion on that I have for the profession is absolutely my job. Which is uh, incredible. Yeah. So I guess the, um, the, that sort of leads into a question, namely, what is something that everybody thinks about what you teach about the subject of pharmacy yep. and this unit that is ill that is misconceived that yep. is just plain wrong? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, probably not uh, not just necessarily this unit, but pharmacy in general. I think people go- think we do like lick and stick, like we lick and stick labels on things. They oh, think I that's see. All okay. we do, right? So I didn't know where you were. Yeah. Going. I what is, what <laughs> oh, is you're that? getting worried there. So <laughs> this whole idea of that's all we do is just put labels on things. And in yeah. fact, there's so much more going on in the background. Us checking the safety of dosages, making sure there's no interactions between what the other the person's actually taking so they might be okay. on a medication mm. it means they can't be on something else so yeah. that's a lot of what's going on um, and as us making sure that the dose is safe as well and that the person understands how to take their medicine so I think that's a real misconception um, and again I think yeah unfortunately people think you know our introduction to pharmacy might be a bit low level and a bit boring yeah. but I try and make it as interesting not the way as you're possible. selling it good good yeah, I'm like, glad I'm working as that's a good. visual <laughs> learner myself yes. like that would make sense to kind of like see yes. in like writing See things, and like do. That would make sense to yeah. me, like if I was yeah. doing that. Like, yeah, makes absolutely. Sense. Cool. It certainly. It w- I would <laughs> certainly prefer that to rote learning. Yes. Yeah, that's for sure. God, I hate me that. too. It's boring for us as lecturers yeah. too. I, I can imagine it would be. <laughs> so, um, just moving on a little bit. So, um, another sort of. I guess a question that a lot of people might be asking as a pharmaceutical lecturer. And mm. um, what exactly is the best thing for you about your job? I love. So I'm really lucky. So I teach. FAR 110, but I also teach into third and fourth year. So I kind of bookend the program. I see see the students at the start and at the end. So it's really cool cool to actually see that progression, that that development of knowledge, those critical thinking skills, that ability to question things and ask why. Like, why is it like that? Why can't we do it differently? That to me is really exciting, is is seeing new and innovative pharmacists kind of developing and then going out into the profession as well. I should imagine it would be. Yeah. Yeah, it's selling... Like, you're selling it. <laughs> Good. You really are. Come to pharmacy. I'm, like, we love you. I'm, like, I'm doing a completely different degree. I'm almost finishing, but I'm like, ooh, that's pretty interesting. Good. Good. <laughs> 
So what's something that you're passionate about, would you say, as far as like maybe in research or just like something in general? Yeah, so I'm really passionate um, about getting people off medications that they don't need to be on. Mm. So I think, unfortunately, um, you know, the way, uh, you know, Australia and a lot of other countries have progressed is they kind of add medications on. You know, you get sick, here's another one, here's another one, here's another one. I want to get people back to just what they need and to use what they have well. That, to me, is something I'm really passionate about, and that's what I'm doing some research in at the moment. So does that, like, does that, would that um, include both, you know, medication for physical ailments and mental ailments, Absolutely. or one of the yeah. yeah. Right. So I think there's, you know, for me, it's medication isn't everything. We need to be looking more holistically about how to actually give the best treatment to people, and sometimes that's not medication at all. That might be something like uh, cognitive behavioural therapy. So Straight trying to, to say, yeah, yeah, adapt some, people, you know, the way they they adapt and and kind of um, respond to things. Speaking yeah. of yeah, and uh, you know, as someone that is you know familiar with that side of you know the side of medication yep. it was it's something that um it needs to go hand in hand with psychotherapy as opposed Absolutely. to just you can't just you can't I don't want to generalize because every every case is different. Everyone yes. is different, absolutely. But you can't say that everyone's just going to be able to take a drug and that'll be it. That'll be fine. That's yeah. right. And not everyone was, responds how we expect them to, too. So we've yeah. got to be able to adjust and adapt that to every individual person. And I must admit, my own little bugbear is um, seeing people get prescribed antibiotics for viruses. That yes. that, oh, that yes. annoys me oh, to the nth yes. degree. Yes, that's right. If you've got a cold or flu, you don't need so antibiotics. That's how we get. That's how we get super bugs. That's Stop right. doing. <laughs> Good. Goodness me. Um, so I guess um, just to flip the script a little bit, because yes. you now obviously are a lecturer mm. and you teach students yep. that are coming through. So just rewind the tape back to when you were a student. What yes. was one thing that I guess you weren't so good at when you first started at university? I think for me, I didn't probably realise how approachable lecturers were or what they could do to help. That's, so been, a, that's been a very that's common answer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I there think, seems to be a theme here. Yes. And, and I think the students that do kind of, you know, they, they get brave and it's not, they don't need to be brave, but they, they come and contact us, they come and see us, they ring us, they email us, they get an advantage because they're you know they're in a dialogue and we can help them we can try and give them recommendations that will suit them rather than kind of going okay this is what to do if we don't know what you're struggling with we can't help so absolutely absolutely, I think that's that's probably the biggest thing Um, and also I think just a reminder to everyone enjoy your uni days while you can too you know you have quite a a bit of freedom before you're out working Um, so take advantage of that go and do your social things that you know the relationships that you're making here on campus and and in town will be with you for life which Mm. is really exciting you certainly don't want to all work and no play because that will will get very dull very quickly that's right (laughs) so um, another i guess another um university related question yes um just in related just again while on topic of you being a student starting out Mm -hmm. what's the one thing you wish you knew before like when you first started at university like looking back obviously i mean yeah um I suppose probably just the the opportunities that were available, um, you know, for, for social things, for getting involved in clubs um, and developing my own kind of skills in, you know, being on committees and those types of things. I think that's really beneficial. It looks really yeah. great on your CV no matter what job you're actually Absol- looking yeah. to do. Um, so knowing that and obviously, you know, today is a good opportunity to do that. Um, getting out there and getting involved is, is um, really worthwhile. Oh, yeah, that's quite 
insightful and it's very um it's accurate something we've got a lot of clubs here at you know we've got a lot uh, UNE we've got a lot of opportunities for people to become yeah. more involved in, at a higher level and I think yeah, it will un- sure. it will be or at least volunteer at tune for instance yeah. um it's it's, <laughs> it's uh we'll just throw that plug in there it's something that I think a lot of people could get more benefit from than they think that's right and yeah. usually not a lot of effort and time no really. very much so it's, it's quite minimal but you get quite a lot back yeah, yeah. hmm let me see. Um, what would your dream research location be if you oh, could pick some place wow. to do your research? Um, well, because I don't kind of do bench research, so mine's a lot more kind of in pharmacy practice, which is a lot yeah. more kind of social. Um, but my area of practice, one of the biggest um, kind of hotspots for the, the research that I'm doing is actually in Canada and Al- Alberta. Wow. Um, and so I'd love to go there just to check it out. So pharmacists in, in Canada and, and particularly in the Alberta province are able to do so many additional things compared to what we can do as pharmacists here in Australia. So I'd love to see that and experience it Absolutely. and see if we can bring it back and, and yeah. implement it here in Australia. Because I think the advantage is for, for patients and also for other health professionals is huge and very much untapped. Plus, uh, Canada is just an amazing country to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. What a shame that it's there, yeah. yeah. It's cold all the time. It's <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess, yeah, moving back on to, I guess, um, something a little bit different mm-hmm. because we've obviously for students that may or may not want to, I guess, read more about you or see more about you and mm-hmm. learn a bit more about the teachings that you do yes. do you have any sort of social media presence i do so I, i'm all over social media oh, okay, right, yeah. <laughs> um, so facebook i generally tend to kind of leave for my personal relationships of course but i'm on twitter linkedin um what else is there you tell me instagram, uh, instagram so snapchat i don't know yeah no no not a big snapchatter um that's probably yeah that's probably the line i reckon I no not say, so much i'll sound like such a, i'll just sound like such a <laughs> old just <laughs> just listing off uh, social media so I don't even know <laughs> but yeah professionally LinkedIn is a good yeah. one and one I'd recommend um, for pharmacy students to get involved in because professionally that's a really good linkage and Twitter too because it's a, such a dynamic conversation that changes all the time it's really broad so it can be really topical and really you know anything yeah. no, sorry I misheard you I thought you said Tinder no <laughs> Twitter. 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 Twitter Twitter sorry my Twitter. bad Twitter. Uh, yes. Twitter no and I'm not on Tinder either okay <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify yeah, <laughs> that one okay well moving on uh, so obviously we've spoken a lot about um, prof- the professional side of things so yeah. one thing we like to do with um, everyone that we've been interviewing is to sort of ask a few quick fire lightning round questions mm-hmm. so to I guess um, sort of show the person behind the behind the lecture so we'll yeah. start off with the uh, fairly softball one what is your favorite song oh my goodness um I actually don't know. I couldn't tell you. I'm very much. I love. Maybe not of, so much a softball. <laughs> no, that's a really tricky one. Um, but I love. I love listening to any of the kind of new pop that's happening. Um, I'm a little bit partial to country music. Ah, yes. Storytelling songs. Um, but I don't know if I have a favourite. So sorry. No, that's all right. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> Fine. Very laid back. Very yeah. easy going. I like it. Uh, what else can we ask? I'm looking. Oh, what's your favourite time in the day? 
Uh, I love mornings, so I usually get up oh, quite there early we go. and we go, go for a walk. Um, I awesome. love seeing the sunrise, so I'm it, usually up around 6 o'clock um, and you'll see me trotting about. But, um, yeah, that's at Walker, not here, so I'm from Walker. <laughs> I was going to say it would be off down there. Would be a, seeing the sunrise would be rather beautiful. It is, it is. And just I think it's because it's so lovely and quiet. It's a very peaceful time of day. And I have a couple. Yeah. I have two I have children, so I have two toddlers, and so that's my peaceful time of the day before they get oh, yeah. up and start to cause. Oh, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> havoc. <laughs> so that okay. So we've now got two people have said morning and one for evening. So yeah, okay. I must admit, I'm gonna, I'm hoping that someone will take that question literally and say seven o'clock. Yeah, it's very <laughs> very specific. specific. <laughs> uh, Seven thirty p.m. So um, another question, another one that might take a little bit of thought. If you had the chance to go to Mars, would you go? I think it would depend on the time of my life as Fair to where I would go. Um, I think if I was a bit older and a little bit more, you know, steady on my feet or, you know, was needing to be medicated, I'd probably be a little bit more cautious. But, um, yeah, I think once my children are up a bit and there's less risk of me dying on the way there or back, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <That's fair enough. laughs> so, I think that's what a lot of people have said. They're like, yeah. we just want to go when the colony is built. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to go there. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be there initially. I'd want it all ready and set up, yeah. I think. But just seeing it would be amazing. Um, yeah. Even, you know, the flight over Antarctica and that type of thing really interests me as well. You know, just going and seeing it and being able to yeah. come back would be amazing. Yeah, that's on my bucket list to visit Antarctica. Yeah. Just yeah. need the dough, yeah. Yes, very much so. <laughs> um, another question would be, um, what are you listening to at the moment? Now, not necessarily music, but also yeah. do you have any podcasts, podcasts or audiobooks yeah. that you're so a big I, fan of? I do. I, I listen to a lot because I'm driving back and forth to Walker every day, so it's about a 45-minute drive. Yeah. Um, I listen to lots of podcasts. So I listen to a lot of Mamma Mia because um, it's quite topical and, and very much kind of female focused. Um, there's a couple of pharmacy um, podcasts. So there's one called Purple Pen Podcast and it's particularly for hospital pharmacists. So I quite awesome. like listening to that. Um, and also Kurt Fernley's Tiny Island is really interesting. Um, he talks to uh, fascinating Australians about, you know, what they've done. And a lot of the time it has kind of like an athlete kind of perspective. He talks to a lot of people that are, you know, very high up in, um, you know, very good sports men and women um, but it's just really fascinating to get an insight to their lives yeah that's cool that's quite yeah that's a that's a rather interesting answer I have to yeah. say just throwing out all the podcasts as well yeah so like, uh, yeah I can recommend them we'll, we'll yeah. plug the pharmacy <laughs> podcast for everyone yeah, yes, listen yes, to yes, the purple <laughs> pen that's right <laughs> so I guess um, before we sort of wrap up given that obviously I'm not entirely sure what the like what the numbers are in terms of how many people study pharmacy, yep. how many people have taken up pharmacy as a degree this year. Yes. But do you think that it's a degree that has gotten, I shall we say, more interest and more popular over time? Yeah, very much so. Um, when I studied, the the kind of the numbers were quite capped and so that's been removed now. Um, so we're looking at welcoming over 70 students into first year this year. So wow, that's um, awesome. A small proportion is on campus, a far larger proportion are online students. Um, and we've seen that steadily grow each year which is really exciting it's yeah, um, for sure. wonderful to see and we have lots of kind of people that are part-time they kind of do a bit of on-campus and a bit of online and um, you know generally we have usually around 200 to 250 people in the program across all four years as that's we're going good. yeah, that, yeah good. that's some incredible numbers yeah but we know them and, and that's what's exciting too yeah. so we know everyone by name um, we often kind of follow up and see where they go once they graduate and become pharmacists as well so it's really oh, nice cool. and personable yeah. it's um you know there are other programs that are 
that are available across Australia, um, but often they're really big and, and I think sometimes it's easy to feel like a number. And so that, I think that's a huge advantage across UNE um, generally that, that you're very much known as, as you as a person, which yeah. is great. That's Pretty awesome. Good. Yeah. Well, um, thank you so much for coming in and chatting to us. It's been a, it's been wonderful. I'm learning more about pharmacy and hearing, especially about the um, the unique way that you approach your classes, is something that I'm very very fascinated to hear. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. um, it would be a very very positive approach for people that are just starting out into pharmacy. Yeah, and remember, yeah. if you are a first year, a fresher for pharmacy, you can look forward to studying FAR 110, a core unit introduction <laughs> to pharmacy. And remember to check out those pharmacy podcasts that Anna mentioned if you want to learn a little bit more about that side of things and if you are indeed studying pharmacy we wish you all the best we hope that you get the results that you are after once again thank you so much for being here <laughs> thank you. Uh, my name uh, myself and kim will be back soon with another lecturer until then we will play you charlie by Molrat, one of the newer pop songs of the last year and then we'll launch straight into the news on tune fm 106.9 the home of student powered radio